Episode 443, The Law of Action with Rob Actis and how he became a voiceover talent. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of the number one men's development podcast that is now a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive. And it is my mission to share you the real stories, the useful stuff, the juicy stuff, and the reality of what it takes to thrive. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. This episode is sponsored by the Talk Accelerator. Increase your influence, income, and impact. If you've ever thought or dreamed or wondered what it would be like to do a TEDx talk, you can do that. So head over to talkxcelerator.com. Jump across there and it'll have all the information, case studies, why you might want to do it, all the information around it. And also, if you jump on the green button on there, you can book in a complimentary idea clarity call to speak with me. What is your idea worth sharing? It's time to play a bigger game. It's time to amplify your message and make it happen. Get to the podcast. Okay, enjoy the show. It's always about action, but especially this week, we've got Rob Actis on the line, also known as Mr. Action. He is the best-selling author of The Law of Action, speaker, voice actor for many national TV commercials, top brands including Carmax, Walmart. He's the narrator for Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning audiobook. He's got a really good voice, as you can imagine. He lives the law of action, decide, plan, and act. I met him at an event, and I had to have him on. Awakening Your Alpha is all about action, so... This is a good fit this week. Rob, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? I'm ready to awaken my alpha today and every day. I'm <laughs> really you. ready today. It's awake. <laughs> that was quite a brief introduction I did for you. Is there anything you'd like to add or highlight? What are you all about at the moment? Well, you know, I'm all about living in the real present moment, like right now. So not living in my past and not living in my future. <clears throat> Because when you live in your past, you get depressed. Mm. And when you live in the future, you get anxiety. So you want to live in that present moment. Um, and I, my main mission today, and this is all about being alpha and really living a life of inspired action, and that is living every day like you want to be alive. Uh, unfortunately, I had a very dear friend who unexpectedly passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, and that really hits home. Yeah. You know, my daughter was 14 years old and suffered four strokes and had to have brain surgery. And it really puts things into perspective of how important every day is. And then I had a blood clot. But last night I got a call from a dear friend and one of my good friends was in a car accident last night. And he was very instrumental in my success in radio and just one of the nicest, kindest men that I know. And he passed away. So I think my message today throughout today is really living your life like you want to be alive, like really being present with the people in front of you. And, and I'm open to go wherever that takes us, but that's really my message today is yeah. to live every day like you want to be alive. Definitely, really relate to that. So tell us a little bit about your origins because obviously you've got a cool voice, but lots cool of people voice. have. Did you grow up thinking, oh, I want to do a lot of you know, voiceovers? You know, where are you originally from? Where are you speaking to us from today? Tell us, fill in a few of the blanks for us. So I'm in Gilbert, Arizona. And the funny thing is, is I'm just too dumb to know that I can't fail. And so when I was four <laughs> years old, this will date me a little bit. Some of your listeners may not even know what this is, but there was a TV show called Laugh-In. 
with Gary Owens. And Gary Owens used to say, live from downtown Burbank, it's laughing. And I was four or five years old and I was a kind of a precocious little kid. I'm from a family of five. I turned around and I looked at my family and I said, I want to talk on TV. Okay, now four or five, you don't really know what that means, mm -hmm. but I kind of thought I knew what that meant. And so <laughs> as I grew older, we had these things called audio cassette players and recorders and turntable. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't know what that is, but we used to have those and um, eight track tape players. And so I created when I was like seven or eight, I started listening to radio all the time and I used to play radio. And I used to listen to Shotgun Tom Kelly and then fast forward, I used to be on the radio with Shotgun Tom Kelly, who actually has a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, is on Sirius Radio, and I became a, a top radio personality in San Diego. So I actually, by taking action and going with the flow of my life, I got where I needed to be. You talk, you're all about action. What are some of the actions that well, when it became a bit more practical? Okay, so you called me Mr. Action. So I thought Mike Kennigs was the original guy who called me Mr. Action. And uh -huh. I was doing some work with with uh, some people we were doing a deep dive into my emotions and my past. And I discovered I had a memory that came back when I was like five years old. Now imagine me, you now know me at five years old. Dude, I had energy. I had a <laughs> lot of energy. And I was hanging out with my grandma Lawrence and she had uh, arthritis and she had a muscular dystrophy. So she didn't move really super fast. And then there's me. Well, my nickname was Thumper. But she's like, Robert, 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 Robert. You got to calm down. You're like going down. You're like Mr. Action. And it was amazing how that memory shot back. And then everything like came clear in my life. So I have always been an action taker. I have always been moving forward. No matter what obstacle came in my way, I moved through it. I mean, I could be a victim of my past. I had a really bad childhood. I could be a really solid victim and I could be in jail or be a drug addict or whatever. <clears throat> but I decided that I wanted an incredible life. Did you grow up in San Diego? Was that I grew up in San Diego. Um, I had stepdads and I had some really nasty stepdads, like really nasty stepdads. And, uh, you know, I could have let that stop me, but I was so motivated by the end result of what I wanted to do and I really just moved through the fear. <clears throat> the other thing is, is I was extremely motivated by people telling me that I can't do it. Like that's something that really drives me because if I think I can do it one little bit, I'm doing it. You know, people <laughs> told me I can't write a book. People told me I can't speak. People told me I can't talk on TV or be on radio. Well, I'm like, oh yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. It's kind of like, you know, too dumb to fail. Um, <laughs> but, it's, but, it, but it's all about when you know here, what you're supposed to be doing, the universe just kind of like guides you where it is. Yeah. Everything that I did in my life that I wasn't supposed to be doing, which was being on TV or talking on the radio, I failed at. It, it's really, really simple that way. And when you look at the little fears that you have in your life, they're, they're little roadblocks. But if you can overcome those little fears and then you have the bigger fears and you come from your heart and know that what you're doing is to have an extraordinary life and you come with purpose, anything is possible. I mean, I'm an example of that. Anything is possible. Right. It sounds like you had this mindset from a young age and you, like you said, always misdirection, always moving mm -hmm. forward. Was there someone 
this is my you know like Yoda question. You helped awaken your alpha. You said you wanted to dive deep. So my dad got divorced from my mom when I was five. And unfortunately, he wasn't a really strong alpha guy. Like mm. he's not. Like I'm the direct opposite of my father. Um, I will say that I, I probably had some guidance. So there are people out there, and this is what I invite your listeners to do. The impact that you can have on other people by giving them just a step up or a leg up or a hand is so significant. You know, I remember back when I was in seventh grade and I met um, my media teacher. I couldn't believe I went to a high school where there was seventh through 12th grade and I met a lady named Linda Sotelo. And I couldn't believe it. They had a media lab in seventh grade. Like wow. you could go in and they had a reel to reel and an eight track and an audio cassette in a, in a recording booth with a microphone. And I just went in there and played radio. Like I had a, you know, not a great childhood home environment. So I stayed till three or four in the afternoon. That was a significant impact on me. Yeah. And even then they had a TV station and Monty Ochoa, he, he supported me and I became a reporter on the TV news. It's funny, at seventh grade, now this is hilarious. At seventh grade, I was making announcements, recording announcements over the PA for the school. Like, you know, today's lunch day, make sure that you, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So I was always doing that. Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, you think I have a nice voice and I'm, apparently other people do because they pay me well for that. Yeah. But I really just followed my heart. And I had some angels that helped me along the way. So what I want to share with the listeners is that you have a lot of talents. And the more you give in this world, the more you receive. And I don't say that like, I'm going to give a lot so I get a lot. <laughs> but all I know is that I'm a giver. And I've been very generous in my giving. And what I've received back has been so overwhelmingly. But the most impactful is to know that you made a difference in someone else's life. So I reached out to Linda 10 years ago and I said, I saw her on Facebook and I said, you were a significant impact on me and what I'm able to do. You helped me get to a point in my career that I've provided a great life, but also as the voice of the Miracle Morning audiobook series. There have been over 300,000 people that have listened to the audiobook. And I've been able to bring Hal Elwood's Life, words to life. And had they not heard my voice, they wouldn't have had the transformation that the Miracle Morning provides because they wouldn't have read the book because a lot of people don't read the book. Yeah. They listen to the audio. So because of her and other people that have guided me and given me a hand up and supported me and also my sheer determination and just being Mr. Action and breaking through my fears, I have made a significant impact in the world. And it's you know, people tend to look at things and like, oh, if I do something, it won't happen. Life is all about a ripple effect. And the more you ripple and the more you share your message, you have no idea the impact and you can have. And people tend to go through life as that they're insignificant. They're not. Everybody matters. And everything is a cog in the wheel. And we all intersect in ways that we don't know. But that one little thing of you meeting someone in a store and seeing a kid and go, man, you're a cool kid. That one little thing could change the whole world. When you're talking about these little things as well, when do you class like out of school more into, you know, as an adult, 
maybe like your not big break, but a significant break in either the radio or speaking or even, you know, landing how Erod's book. We don't always make the right decisions. So I was selling copiers. I've wanted to be in radio since I was a little kid and I was selling copiers and not being in radio. Yeah. I was had a mobile music company. And then finally my good friend, Tony Pepper said, Hey, so do you honestly think that someone's just going to knock on your door <laughs> and you're going to get a job on the radio? And I go, yeah, like I, <laughs> like I, I actually thought that because We've been looking for you, Rob. We've been looking for you. you know, like, Even though we need to be listening for you, we've been looking. <laughs> that's exactly. So he goes, you need to get a job at the radio station. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I was making, I was just selling copiers and it was crazy. I'm, I'm pretty good with my voice and I use my voice as telemarketing. I was making many thousands of dollars. This was in the early, shoot, this was in the late 80s. Yeah. And I was making like $5,000 a month. That was crazy back then. And I quit that job to go make $4.10 working at KFMB TV radio. And I was a receptionist. And I was, I was a receptionist switchboard operator and I drove around the messenger van. That's what I did. And then I, I go, hey, I'm at a radio station. I made friends with Sandy Bannister and Joan Heiser and Tony introduced me to people. And I went back into promotions and then I started doing board work where I would be um, you know, running the controls and stuff. And then Bobby Rich, who's a, a quite famous radio personality who's still on the radio today, he put me on the air. And it was all about <laughs> following the basics. He said, look, I'm going to put you on the radio. And all you're going to do is time and temperature. Like, you're just going to say, you're, like, very specifics. Yeah. And I did and exactly. Yeah. So I'm very coachable. Like, if you tell me to do, if I trust you as my coach, I'm really coachable because I will do whatever you say to do. And he said, just do this and this. And I did that. And then I got to talk more and more, but he said the majority of people that get on the radio at the beginning, they never make it past that, that test because their ego takes over mm, and they just point. start talking and blabbering <laughs> and all that stuff. And that's not what they want. They want to see if you can follow direction because radio has formats and, and a certain way of doing things. And I did that. Right after this podcast, I'm going to be doing a national TV commercial um, that I'm the voice of in in my studio in just a little bit. It's just it's amazing to me um, what's possible, and it's all about overcoming your fears and living every day like you want to be alive. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've leveraged and you've used things to springboard onto other things. So you got onto the radio. How did you then move on to national TV voiceovers and that sort of thing? Is did you go after it? Have you got an agent? Like, how did you transition? Because obviously, there's a lot of ways you can use your voice and even in the audio books as well. Absolutely. So when I, <clears throat> when I was in radio, they give you a piece of paper and it's called Rip and Read. It's those free commercials that, yep. they, that they sell when you buy radio time. And it's like, you know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you do it in 30 seconds. Well, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist. I like to do things well if I'm doing it. And so I would do the voiceovers and... I would make them sound like an agency spot because I didn't do rip and read. Yeah, and yeah. so that became noticeable and other people took notice and they were hiring me separate to do that. And I actually opened a voiceover um, recording studio when I was on radio and I quit radio to go do voiceovers, opened a voiceover recording studio and I did lots of commercials. I now have an agent in LA. I've got an agent in uh, Arizona and um, 
it's amazing. And in regards to Hal Elrod, I just auditioned. I sent him a note and I said, I'm the one for this. And he heard my voice and he goes, yeah, you're the one. And um, it's been amazing. Not only- has- I love the way you went, out, yeah, went after that auditioning. And you know, like you say, there's too many people are stuck in that mentality of, oh, you know, you're going to get the call. He's going to ring you up and say, hey, I want you without, you know, without putting yourself out there first. It doesn't work that way. I thought it did. <laughs> Like I thought it did. You, you have to take, so here's the thing is that, you know, the law of action is really the missing link to the law of attraction. I'm all about affirmations. I'm mm-hmm. all about gratitude. I'm all about thinking and, and really having a lot of intention. However, you have to take action because if you don't take action, someone else will, you know, there are a lot of people that would love to be on your podcast. Well, the people that succeeded all took action. And not only did they take action, but they prepared and they put a tremendous amount of intention with that action because that's what drives. Because if you don't take action, someone else will. Like seriously, if you don't take action, someone else will. I'm sure there are people that go, oh my God, how I'm all Mr. Alpha. Why didn't I come up with Awaken the Alpha podcast? <laughs> Because you didn't take action. Everything is up here in the universe and it's whoever grabs it and takes action that gets it. Like I'm sure that. you've heard like people that. say, oh, that's a great, oh, you know what? That was my idea. I was going to do the Awake and the Alpha podcast. <laughs> but it's people that take action and it doesn't have to be giant steps. It could be oh, like yeah. little baby steps. Yeah, I think and- I even prefer them just because, yeah, a lot of times people are building up this big action, take a big action. And then they do nothing for ages because they feel like they've kind of earned them points. But I think momentum and small, consistent actions are as value, if not more. So you talk about momentum and that's my most favorite thing. So the law of action is based on decide, plan, and act. And what happens is when you decide, plan, and act, it creates a momentum. So you can imagine it like a bicycle. You know, you have a bicycle and you're, you're, even on a flat, not even up a hill, you're just going down this bicycle thing and you're turning and it's like, this is a one speed. Back in the old days, we had one speed. So I'm just going to say that. No one's going to, they go, we have electric bikes. No, if it's a manual bicycle and you're pushing and you're getting that momentum and then all of a sudden it's easier and easier and easier to pedal. So if you decide, plan and act throughout your day, throughout your life, the more you do it, it creates a momentum in your life. And what happens is the universe says, Hey, Adam, you've been playing here and now you're playing here. So because of the momentum in your life, new opportunities will come and new people will just magically appear in your life. It's so important. You're, to have here, you're here, Rob. <laughs> exactly. Well, the coolest thing is, is the most successful people that I know, they decide fast. So faster you decide, you can move on to the next stuff. The other best part about the law of action and deciding, planning, and act and taking action is you can also decide, plan, and act, take your action step, and guess what? You can pivot. You can readjust. You can reset. It's okay. It's all about those momentum states and building a foundation. Right. We're going to move into the alpha round now. So much of what you've said already is quotable, but is there a favorite quote that has been impactful in your life or just a, is the kind of the approach to how you lead, lead your life? Uh, my favorite is Wayne Gretzky. I hope to God I get it right because in the book, and I think that's, you will miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I think that's close. Is it close? <laughs> I think oh it's close. Oh my God, I don't know. 
<laughs> he put me on the line. But you know what? I took action and I did it. And I, it's okay because I can pivot and make it wrong. But it's really all about taking those shots. Definitely. It's really all about taking those shots. Apart from your own book, what has been a very significant book, an impactful book for you in your life or one you'd oh, like to recommend? That's the easiest, the easiest thing. The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I thought you were going to say that because it's obviously reading a book, but then actually being involved in it and then you know, reading it and recording a book. Talk about power of affirmations and things and, you know, really deep diving into a book. Well, it's even more than that. So when I start, when I got his book, I'm like, oh my God, get up early. I used to get up at like 1230 at noon, 1230, almost one o'clock <laughs> and go say hi to my, my beautiful daughter, Aiden, and go, good morning, Aiden, it's 630. Have a good day. And then uh, my now ex-wife, her mom, my ex-wife, um, would take her to school and then she'd get home and I'm like, hey, I'm up. But I would stay up all night. Well, yeah. I started doing the lifesavers and started following the practices of the miracle morning. And I, I became a morning person. I'm reading this book and it says, eventually you're become a morning person. I'm a morning person. Like I get up really early and start my day. Mm -hmm. And it started to transform so yeah. my life. So I will tell you, my favorite book, and I think will be great for Awaken Your Alpha, is The Miracle Morning Millionaire, and it's written by Hal Elrod and David Osborne. And it's not how to become a millionaire, it's the mindset of a millionaire, yeah. including the principles of The Miracle Morning. And I, I recommend the audiobook because wow. it's me reading it, but it's, <laughs> it's one of my most favorite books. I, I love it. Well, I think it's the right time to ask this. And I feel like I'm heavily leading it, but who would be a great interview from your network? You know, may, maybe an author of uh, one of your favorite books. I don't know. Oh, someone to be on your show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you who. Ed Rush. What about um, Hal Elrod? <laughs> oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm just talking about Hal Elrod. No, well, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But be. I was like, man, you've, you've, you've. Hey, I'm trying to get him on my. I'm trying to get him on my podcast. <laughs> I was going to say so much in demand. I he has know. transformed so many lives, and uh, you know he, he's amazing. He's become a dear friend, and and I love him so much. He's overcome, you know, death so many times. I get a little choked up. He he conquered one of the the most um, brutal leukemias over the last couple of years. And he's good now. Yeah. He wrote another book, The Miracle Equation. He's speaking. He's he's amazing. Yeah. Like Sorry, my but, life is transformed yeah. from knowing him. Back to the your your recommendation you did. So. Okay, Sorry. Ed Rush. <laughs> yeah. So Ed Rush is a Top Gun pilot. He wrote a book called The Twenty One Day Miracle. I think I remember you telling me about this guy. This sounds he's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I narrated the book. It's kind of cool about that is that he narrated <laughs> yes. the book. Yeah. And he's so alpha. He's a Marine, man. He's like a driver. He's a five-time best-selling author. He's, a, he's a, a speaker. He's an incredible business leader, a business coach, coaches billionaires. Like, that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, but he is amazing. Right. We're going to get him. Please connect yep. me. I, I, want him I, will, I will definitely connect you. Is there a particular resource that you use in your business, your life, that you just think is a cool thing to share? Or even if it's a widely known resource, you think maybe you use it in a slightly different way. One of the things that I use, it's great. Um, it's called Otter. It's Otter, O-T-T-R dot A-I. Yeah. And it's a robot that records conversations and then transcribes them. 
Okay. So it's one of the coolest apps that I use. I turn it on to everybody. So like if I, when I was talking to you, I don't know if you know this, I say, hey, can I record our conversation? We had a brief conversation. You give me some good nuggets. And it just recorded it, but also transcribed it. That's and it also cool. does searches. It's free for like the first 600 yeah. uh, minutes. Then after that, it's like nine bucks for 6,000 minutes. Yeah. But you could go write a book with that. Yeah. People, I'm sure you're and listening. Again, especially talking about taking action because some people are like, oh, I ain't got time to write books. Just, yeah, get that app and just at least, okay. at least do your first draft. I, I wrote this book using my mouth. I talked it. And then I went down. He's holding up the law of action for those. The, the law of action. My <laughs> book, my book I, I read it. I recorded it. I transcribed it. And then I went to Top Golf and sat in the bay and golfed a little bit. And then I just edited it and edited it and edited it. And then finally, when I was ready, I sent it to my two editors and they edited it. And if you read the book or you listen to the audiobook, it's just me talking. And it's very personal that way. It's not, you know, one of the things I say a lot of it was kind of funny. Uh, the editor sent me a note. She goes, uh, you say awesome and amazing like 227 times. I remove those and I go, no, because that's who I am. That's, yeah. that's me. I have your voice. Now. And so the people, one of the just comments. Just take half from that. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> I, the, I, I, just take just, half. Just tone it down a bit. I really want to ask, I feel like I'm almost going to miss this, but what advice that seems completely common sense to you would you give around recording an audio book? So I know a lot of authors um, will maybe record their own one or that some people might listen to this might think, Oh, I've got a good voice. I might want to try and add in, you know, being a voiceover talent. What kind of advice from all them years kind of would you give your kind of your few little nuggets? Well, in regards to voiceover, uh, it's extremely competitive. Now it's turned into a commoditized business. If you want to do it as a hobby, I can recommend that. If you want to do it as a career, good luck. Yeah. Because Unless you're really a veteran and you're really at the top level, um, you're not going to make any money. Mm. You're, it's, it's, and it also, it's a job. People think that you're going to go, you know, I know people that are doing it now and they do it off some of the voices or whatever. They're auditioning 30, 40, 50 times a day. That's a job. Yeah. And they may book one or two and make a couple hundred bucks. But like I said, yeah. Um, that's one thing. And the other suppose, thing, what are the mistakes like a rookie? Cause I'm actually going to be recording if I'm talking to you. I'm thinking maybe not, but I'm really be recording my, my own. Cause I want it in my own voice, my, my book, the audio version. It's, uh, it's gotta be done. And, um, what are some mistakes rookies make? Well, the first and foremost, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So you want to figure if you're doing the editing yourself, I'll just say the process. So it's usually six and a half hours to every finished hour of audio. So if it's a, if it's a five hour book, it took over 30 hours to do the book. People don't realize that. Mm -hmm. So I can go in and when I do a book, I do about an hour and a half for an hour of finished audio. I'm pretty good at not making a lot of mistakes. Most people that go in, they'll do about two hours for every hour of finished audio up to two and a half hours. The other thing is, is that you need to be really, really dehydrated when you, when you do it, when you can't just hydrate, like, okay, I'm talking now you have to hydrate the night before and a couple of days before you can't instantly hydrate. Wow. See, that's the sort of thing you no one would know unless they're you. Yeah. <laughs> and also don't drink dairy products because dairy products are going to get you that congested chest. And then if you have a uh, lip smacking, I use green apple, just take a green apple, pop it in your mouth, take a bite and it fixes that popping sound. Also brush your teeth. 
having really clean teeth makes a big difference because it causes mouth noises and it will drive your editor crazy. <laughs> wow. That is some, I, see, that's some high level stuff that you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't even think. I, just, this is, I knew it. To uh, you, it's like common sense. You just, yeah, yeah grab this, that, and I just like, other people would just be like, I would not have even thought of that stuff. And be well rested. The other thing is, is people think it was great how Elrod called me um, and uh, he was going to do the miracle equation. He goes, hey, I'm doing the miracle equation tomorrow in the studio. I'm voicing it. So he did it because he published it with a, a major publishing house. Yeah. And he called up and he goes, yeah, I'm booked for eight hours. And I go, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> you, honestly, if you're going to do a book, two hours a day, because at hour three and hour four, your voice is trashed. Yeah. And I bet and yeah, it's going to come through. Hours. Yeah. Two hours is, yeah, just do two hours. That's, just do two hours. You owe it to your listeners because listen, yeah. an audiobook is very intimate. So they're going to be listening right in their ear. Yeah. Just like a podcast. They don't want to catch you on hour six of day one because they're going to tell and you're going to well, tell. You'll start hating your book too. You're like, oh my God, I want to be just done. It's oh, awesome. It's funny because a lot of people are like, I'm going to do my own book. And they reach out to me and they say, I was going to say, you might be getting a call. Rob, will you please do my book? <laughs> well, so, and then here's another example. So Ed Rush, you yeah. know, he's a Marine. Yeah. Hoorah, I can do it. Okay. <laughs> so he did his audio book and it was two hours and 12 minutes. Wow. Cool. He heard me do the Miracle Morning and loved it. Had me redo his audio book. It's now on Audible. It's four hours. So, you know, a lot of people listen to audiobooks at multiple speed. Can you imagine how fast? Oh my God. Yeah. Because he just read it like real fast. He's like, he's in a hurry. He's a movie. He's like, through this. Yeah. He's like, you know, the results have been phenomenal. I'm in really good shape for a 53 year old man. I'm not saying that of ego. It's saying amazing. I was told that because of the changes, and then I did like this. Yeah. The results have been phenomenal. I'm in really good shape for a 53 year old man. And I'm not saying that out of ego. I'm saying because it's amazing. So, you know, there's a big difference yes. because, yes. and also really um, talk to them and not at them. Just have that conversation when you read your book, just have, and also come to the conclusion at one point in time is that, yes, you're the author and you may not be the right person to do the book because there's a lot of audiobooks out there and they're read by authors and I can't even listen to the whole book because they're just difficult to listen to. Yeah. But their, their words are brilliant. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. That's the tricky thing. Just cause you're a, you know, maybe a, a very good writer does not translate and vice versa. <laughs> and audiobooks, like the miracle morning for teachers was nine hours long. So imagine listening to someone that you don't want to listen to for nine hours. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. And, and I, you know, you've got a great voice. I think you're going to be amazing. I, I think, you know, you've got a, you've got a really nice baritone voice. You're, you're, uh, you have a nice warmth about you. I think you'll be fine. I'm happy to give you some extra coaching on this. Side too. <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up, my brother. <laughs> awesome. Well, Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything you feel is left unsaid and you want to start to close out the show with? No, I'm just, I love being on your show. I like who you are. You're a great guy. I love Awaken Your Alpha. It's really important, you know, as men, we need to be men. And even the women that are listening, we need to be all alpha. And, and my definition of alpha is just a strong, solid human being. 
Um, I don't look at alpha, you know, some people, you know, I heard a comment about alpha before and they're like, Oh, alpha. Yeah. No, no. It's an inner strength. It's a spirit. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's something that comes from within and, and we'd have that inner strength because it does make an impact on those around us. You know, not like the immature masculine male who's like, I want to fight everybody. Yeah. That's not an alpha male. That's a beta male. That's trying to be alpha. Alpha is the strong, stoic, you know, silverback uh, ape. That's an <laughs> alpha. They're yes. very calm. They're not aggressive, but they take action. So, matter of fact, I'm going to get a, I'm going to, I've just decided right now, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a tattoo of a, of a silverback on my own. I think I'm with you on this because I've been charged by a silverback and I, I, there's the only tattoo I've ever wanted in my life was the Olympic rings. If I got to the Olympics, I used to say when I got to the Olympics, right. that hasn't happened as I'm closing on fully. I don't think it's going to happen, but silverback. And not the one with the fangs on it. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, like a real stoic, one. strong, yeah. solid, you know, well, the, the, the silverback that charged me, he was 200 kilograms. So what's that? 450 pounds. And he was, he's called Charles. Um, and he, he, after he charged us, he just, I love you. Just like after he charged us and almost killed us and ripped our limbs this off. Is a jungle in Rwanda. And then he just, he just like walked past us. He looked so proud of himself and he just sat down and did the thinker pose. I'm not even joking. Just like this. Boom. Yeah. And on his, ah, oh, and he was just, it was just like, yeah, I'm the daddy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who's your daddy? Uh, you are, you are Mr. 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 Yeah, Mr. Mr. Charles. Charles the Silverback. You, Mr. Charles. Okay, that's super cool. Okay, man, I thought we... my fear of riding in a helicopter, overcoming that fear was great. I don't know, if, man. Having a, a Silverback charge me. Okay, I need to go to Rwanda. That's my new thing. <laughs> it was very, very cool. If you get to do my audio book, or if you read it, it's it's in the book. Charged by a Silverback. But anyway, Rob. What is the best way people can connect if they want to continue this conversation? Because I do, and we're out of time. <laughs> you can reach me at robactus.com. You can go check out. I've got the Law of Action Action Pack at thelawofaction.com. And uh, I'm all over social media. I'm pretty easy to reach. So uh, there you go. Perfect. But I'm happy to, uh, um, yeah. I, I just want everybody to live their life like they want to be alive. It's so important. You all deserve a happily ever after. You really, really do. And why not you? Why can't you have the success that you want? Just go out there and just grab it. Overcome your fears and live a life of inspired action. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you. Please do subscribe, reach out, connect, pick up a copy of Awaken Your Alpha, Thousand Tactics to Thrive, available on Amazon. This episode is sponsored by the Talk Accelerator. Increase your influence, income, and impact. If you've ever thought or dreamed or wondered what it would be like to do a TEDx talk, you can do that. So head over to talkxcelerator.com. Jump across there and it'll have all the information, case studies, why you might want to do it, all the information around it. And also, if you jump on the green button on there, you can book in a complimentary idea clarity call to speak with me. What is your idea worth sharing? It's time to play a bigger game. It's time to amplify your message and make it happen. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back.